1: Sports on a Sunday morning continues. Welcome back. It is our chance to visit with St. Louis University Athletics. And what a treat to be joined by the women's soccer coach there. They are in the Atlantic 10 tournament and doing very well. And That's Coach Katie Shields. Always great to have you on the show. How are you doing? I'm
0: doing great, Tom. Thanks for having me.
1: Absolutely. I want to talk about your team in just a moment. But as you know, this is a big day for St. Louis soccer. City plays tonight. They'll get going. It says 9 o'clock, but it's really like 925 because they're on national TV and there's all the hype going into it. It's going to be some night. What What is your feeling on how all of this has developed as you've watched it?
0: I mean it's remarkable. What a, what a night, what a day ahead. Um, you know excited to playoff soccer is all around right now, um, but what a remarkable inaugural season uh, city's had and just excited to watch them down the stretch here. How does your
1: team respond to it? and just overall, how do you think it helps uh, St. Louis's soccer scene?
0: Oh, it's it's just made it more vibrant, more exciting. You know, I think more people are talking soccer in in the city, and are, I know our our women have enjoyed going to games, watching games. Um, and so it's just uh, it's such. I think it's even more uh, fantastic than any of us thought it would be. But uh, it, it's it's beyond expectation at this point. Just excited to again to root them and cheer for them in the playoffs.
1: Pretty cool, and you're in the postseason as well right now. This is Katie Shields, the head coach of SLU. They're right down the street from you. They're your neighbors at City Park. You're just up the road in Midtown, and Herman Stadium's been packed, absolutely packed as well. They've drawn some great fans, and most recently, SLU gets a move in the A-10 tournament. They're ranked 22nd in the nation. They win 2 to nothing at Herman Stadium over VCU. How about that?
0: yeah it was a it was a great game Friday night under the lights, good crowd. Um, we scored in the first minute, which is always fun to do, take some pressure off, but uh happy to advance as always um, and it was a very good VCU team that we had to had to do it again. so pleased with that first round performance and now on to the semifinal.
1: Yeah, you were able to score fifty minutes into the match and then hold them scoreless. How do you do it? I mean, how does this team play so well defensively? Where does it start?
0: it honestly starts from the front. I mean, are we ask a lot of our forwards defensively uh, the pressure they put on uh, from go, but then we've got some remarkable talent and experience deeper. And Emily Percelli, our goalkeeper made a, a late game penalty kick save to keep it two zero zero and keep the momentum, you know, in our direction. And so we've just got, we've got tremendous talent. They're all bought into a similar defending concept and uh, it just again, they they know how to execute because they've been in these moments before.
1: And in terms of scoring, where does that begin for your program, and how do you get uh, your offense from different areas?
0: Yeah, we have we have a lot of weapons uh, on a given night. A different one can get you. For example, the the first minute goal the other night actually came from Izzy Lubert, our outside back, serving a corner kick to Lindsey Heckel, our center, our first team All American center back, uh, and so. You know, when defenders are scoring in the first minute of games, it's a, it's a great sign. And then the one, you know, leading the, the team in goals right now, Emily Gaby gets the second. She's top ten in the country in scoring, and she's got a really good supporting cast, also setting up goals and creating chances for her.
1: It's incredible when you have two players that shared a program record for goals, and now Gaby passes Kelly. Mm-hmm. That's amazing.
0: It is, and having them both on the field together is fun. They set each other up. They cause all kinds of chaos. And so, again, excited. I think Carol, Caroline Kelly will give Gaby's record a run for its money as well. So, it, it's, uh, again, we're spoiled with riches in that department. Yeah, Kelly
1: was the offensive player in the year in the league last year. Gabby looks like uh, she could take that spot this year, although I know you have bigger things than individual awards ahead of you, but it, this is remarkable to see them you get to see them at a very young age coach and then develop them watch them go through your program that has to be rewarding
0: it is and i think obviously in the recruiting process we really like to identify what somebody's individual special qualities are how they fit within our our style and our system and then to really develop and enhance those over their career and i think that's what we're seeing with Caroline Kelly and Emily Gaby. They've, they've always had some of this ability, and they're just continuing to grow it and foster it in our environment.
1: So you beat VCU 2 to nothing, and now it's Duquesne. That'll be Wednesday at Herman Stadium. Again, a great place to play. The fans have been terrific. Uh, what do you do between now and then? You have practice today?
0: We do. We have practice in about a half an hour here, 30 minutes. Get get them moving, get them going. Uh, we'll, we'll train. We'll get ourselves you know, kind of re <laughs> reintroduced they had a day off yesterday to recover. And then, uh, you know, preparations have already begun um, and train the next couple days and prepare for uh, again, playoff soccer Wednesday night.
1: You have one of the highest scoring teams in the country. In fact, uh, in 2022, you led the team, led the country in scoring. And now uh, you are, I believe fifth in the country, but it's three goals a game. You continue to put on a nice show. I do want to ask you about the O'Loughlin Family Champion Center and if you've moved your stuff in just yet.
0: Uh, It’s, Well, man, it's (laughs) state-of-the-art. It's transformational. We're loving it. Um, We had our first kind of team meal there on Friday morning, uh, you know, as a kind of preparation game day meal. We have not, it's not on a daily operational, but I think that is, uh, I think that's beginning uh, this coming week. And for our student athletes, it again, it's going to change their daily lives. It's going to really kind of become the heartbeat of the community of, of our department and also just give them all the resources they need to perform at an elite level. And so I I couldn't be more excited, but it's still, we're totally, we're not living in it daily. So it's still not quite um, a part of our daily life.
1: Right. And you also have your own facility at Herman stadium that has been vastly improved and renovated. What, what happened over there over the last year or two?
0: Yeah, the uh, our, our Billiken Soccer Legacy Facility, um, it is a state-of-the-art, brand-new locker room, athletic training room, kind of meeting space, and it opened fall of 21, or sorry, excuse me, fall of 22 for us, um, and it's just been an absolute game-changer just for our women, that environment, that uh, they get to be together, we get to, you know, watch film within and prepare for training games, and it's also, it's been a... A nice tool as well in our recruiting process. Um, So we are, it's it's really our facilities have have transformed at SLU in the last couple years, but again most importantly are the people within those facilities and so just really grateful for the leadership positioning us to be successful.
1: Are we making progress in women's sports, Katie, in that way? I know that SLU pushes it extremely hard, but are you seeing it around the country?
0: I think so. I mean, I think the investment in, in women's sports it continues to grow. Uh, I think, like you mentioned, St. Louis University has been ahead of the curve in some of those ways and um, how they've supported us um, here. But I, I will say, if you look at the, from a soccer standpoint, you look at the NWSL, the professional league, it's growing. The investments are growing um, within the league. Obviously, our women's national team has always been a bit ahead of the curve in that regard. So, I do think it is, it is exploding, and it is, it's finally starting to generate some of the attention it deserves, but we still have a ways to go.
1: And just to circle back to what we're going to see tonight with the playoffs, it is pretty special, isn't it, to see a majority female ownership guiding this team into the future.
0: It, is, it absolutely is, and I'm excited. Hopefully this majority female-owned uh, group Looks, uh, looks to add an NWSL team somewhere down the future here. With you know the success that our, the men have had, uh, I think it makes sense at some point to to add a, a women's franchise to it.
1: Uh, I does, does feel that way for sure. The momentum is just amazing, and the excitement's palpable. It is going to be some night tonight. We look forward to carrying that momentum into Wednesday when you take on Duquesne. The A-10 tournament semifinals is where you are and trying to get back into a great position in the NCAA tournament to make another run. Katie Shields, always great to catch up with you. Have a great practice today.
0: Thanks so much, Tom.
1: Have a good one. You too. The head coach of the Billikens right there. We'll come back, get more into what's happening around sports right after this. Sports on a Sunday morning sponsored by Graybar. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.